been filed, but the girl's roommate felt certain that foul play was involved, and no family members had seen her either. This was the second female student to go missing in six months, and the truth was, it creeped Megan out. Not having classes to distract her only made matters worse and gave her more time to fixate on things. More than that, she regretted not giving up her space in this apartment last June, back when she'd begun to suspect that her roommate was turning into a wild child. Bethany had seemed okay when she moved in a year ago. She was a junior and fairly serious about school, but by springtime, things started to deteriorate. Last summer, while Megan was gone... Bethany turned their room into a pigsty and, according to the other roommates, became even more indiscriminate about her male friends and partying habits. At this rate, Megan would be surprised if Bethany would even manage to graduate this year. Megan warned Bethany that her late-night partying would get her into serious trouble, not unlike the poor girl who had been missing since Friday. Megan used her foot to nudge several stray clothing pieces and mismatched shoes onto the skanky-looking pile of dirty laundry that seemed to be smoldering at the foot of Bethany's unmade bed. Then she liberally sprayed this festering mound with Febreze, her new best friend, and hoped that dirty laundry wasn't combustible. Satisfied that she was keeping the stench at bay, she returned to perusing the classifieds. She had to get out of here. Whether to escape her raunchy roommate or the fear of some campus criminal, today, she decided, was D-Day. D for determination. After slogging around in a slightly depressed slump for the past few weeks, she'd forced herself out of bed first thing this morning and went out to pick up the newspaper. Now, Megan was determined to, one, get a job, any job, and, two, move out— and not necessarily in that order. After carefully searching the help-wanted section, she had wandered onto the housing ads, which, typical of autumn and the beginning of school, were less than promising. But that one with the luxurious four bedrooms caught her eye, and it sounded surprisingly tempting just now. But to send a resume? Just to rent a room? It seemed a little over the top. Then again, the house did sound nice— Maybe it would be worth sending her resume. How much trouble would it be? Just turn on her computer and pull up the dock and print it out. She needed to do this anyway if she was going to apply for those two jobs that she'd highlighted this morning. Easy breezy. Of course, Megan never liked doing things the easy way. So, after she pulled up her resume, which she'd edited just two weeks ago, she felt compelled to go over it again thoroughly, tweaking here and there to make sure it appeared impressive enough for this upscale and classic house that she suddenly felt desperate to inhabit. She imagined herself going to work from a beautiful home, where she had a large closet with an organized and well-maintained wardrobe, not to mention a bedroom all to herself, perhaps a master suite. Maybe she would splurge on a bedroom set, even if it was simply from Ikea. And she'd get some cool bedding and bath linens and perhaps an area rug, too. It was sounding better by the minute. After about an hour, she was satisfied, or nearly. She printed out her perfected resume on pale pink stationery, something she would never do for a job interview because it would look too girly. 
but she hoped this might get the homeowner's attention. Megan wanted to show this woman that she wasn't just the run-of-the-mill, unemployed college grad. She carefully folded the two pages and placed them in a matching pale pink envelope and, using her best penmanship, addressed it. Then, not wanting to waste time, it was Saturday and noon was the last mail pickup on this part of campus, Megan hurried out to the mailbox in front of the apartments and slipped it in, pausing to silently ask God to give his blessing. Hey, Megan! The nasal sound of that voice was familiar, and it seemed there would be no escaping it. Megan turned to see Gwen Phillips, a girl she'd known since middle school, quickly approaching. Hi, Gwen, Megan said, forcing a smile. I haven't seen you around since graduation, Gwen said as she joined her. I thought maybe you'd go.